0: welcome to boiling springs baptist church where we learn and grow together in christ we now join the church in worship
1: springs we're glad you're here today we glad the wind has blown uh, blown you here this morning And we look forward to what God's going to do as we worship him together this morning. If you're here and you're a first-time guest today, we invite you to tear out the slip that is in your bulletin, fill out some information on that, and please be sure to drop it off at the Welcome Center desk out in the lobby on your way out. And uh, we would love to give you a gift before you leave this morning. But we're excited that each of you are here. We didn't know who might be here today with all the crazy weather this weekend, but we're glad that you're here today. Uh, The flowers this morning have been placed in memory of Paul Humphreys by roger and ellen humphreys we want to let each of you know that uh... as you might can see and some of you have heard already but the baptist children's homes were supposed to be here this morning with uh... sixty something kids and many workers and due to travel um, hazardous travel conditions in haywood county uh... they called me yesterday about eight a.m. and had a change of plans they just said it would not be good to have the kids out on the road with the flood uh, dangers and the trees that were down up there and that type of thing and so we certainly understand that However, uh, and they will be rescheduling, most likely January the 10th is what we're looking at right now, Uh, but they obviously will not be here today. And so we have lunch prepared. We talked with those who were doing lunch, and they said it's too late to turn back now. So we have a lunch prepared. It will feed about 140, and from what I'm looking at right now, we could probably about do that. Um, So you are invited to come to the lunch today. Uh, we ask that you place a donation in the basket if you, if you can, and that donation will go towards Baptist Children's Home. And so please stay. Uh, we, there will be food, pre- again, prepared for about 140, 150 people, and we hope that you will plan on staying with us uh, for that time. I'd like to remind you that we will be having our second session of the Spiritual Gifts class today at 5 o'clock in the Fellowship Hall, so please be mindful of that. And also the senior adult event is coming up on Thursday with the association. And so if you have not yet signed up, Wesley needs to know by tomorrow, if you will be attending that on Thursday. So please uh, keep that in mind. October the 11th, this next Sunday, if you are here or know of those who have been visiting uh, us at Bowling Springs Baptist, we'll be having a special time with the staff and myself during Sunday school next week called Starting Point. And this will let um, our guests get to know myself and the other staff. It will be a time to, uh, to learn more about Boiling Springs Baptist. So if you're here today for the first time or you know of others who might like to hear a little bit more about Boiling Springs Baptist, next Sunday at 9.45 we'll have breakfast and a time there in the Fellowship Hall. Next, or excuse me, in two weeks on October the 18th we'll be having a ministry fair at 6.30 p.m. If you are the leader with a specific ministry here or maybe a, a group that, uh, maybe it's care ministry or food pantry, things like this, youth ministry, music, and uh, we'll be having booths in the Family Life Center, the LEC, at 6.30 p.m. that night. And it's an opportunity for you uh, to explore new ministries, to explore new areas of service. And so we would love for each of you to come and to be a part of that. We'll have some refreshments and just a good time together as we learn more about the different ministries of our church. I'm trying to see if there's any other things that I need to mention today. Let me remind uh, all our GAs and their parents today that you are invited to uh, be first in line. So I'm sure you'll want to take advantage of that. And so at our benediction today, I'll try to leave a moment for you to slip on out there as I have our closing prayer. And we want you to be first in line as you guys have been a part of preparing, uh, decorating and preparing for this Sunday for some time. So we certainly want you to do that. Let's uh, pause for a, a quick moment of prayer this morning as we begin our worship. Father, we thank you for rain that you have sent us. We thank you for sparing... Uh, lord this community uh, from further damage with uh, trees and, and damage to property father we continue to ask that you would protect this community in the days ahead and the next especially the next 24 hours lord as we continue to endure some wind and uh, different weather patterns father we just uh, thank you for who you are we're thankful that you're with us on the sunny days and father we're thankful that you're with us when the storms come Lord, we ask this morning that you would help us to still our hearts and our minds, things that would distract us from worshiping you today and help us to hear clearly what you would have to tell us, what you would have to teach us today. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name, amen.
2: Going to do something a little different this morning. If y'all will sit right here in front of me, I'm going to sit on the step. She'll stay. I want to read to y'all a story first, and it's called Introducing Me. If a new child comes to your neighborhood, how do you introduce yourself to him? I'm a new child today, I'm sitting on the step. And I'm going to tell you about me. And as we go through the next days and months, I hope you're going to tell me about you so that we can become really good friends. I'm me. And that's how you tell other people about you. But you know a way that you tell people about you too is what Braden's doing right over there. He's got the biggest smile on his face. And he's letting me know he's happy. Maybe you could tell somebody about your favorite book or a favorite toy. I know that Georgia likes to make faces. She's happy right now because she's making faces. But she knows me. But some of you don't. So what we're going to do right now is I'm going to ask you to tell me Georgia, can you tell me your favorite color? Is it orange? You're gonna go sit with. Come here, Georgia.
3: It's just pink. It's
2: pink. Okay. Well, I need for you, will you help me? Well. Will you help me just a minute? Yes. Okay. All right. I've got a special job for you. Can you hold this picture for me? Okay. That's a good girl. On this picture, it says, God made me special.
3: God made me special.
2: God God made you special. He made everybody special. Mm. My favorite color is blue. Do you have a favorite color? Blue. How about you, Aiden? Purple. And God gave me blue eyes. How many of you have blue eyes? Yeah, and you know what I love to do? I love to tell people about Jesus.
3: Please, 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 um, sit with me.
2: Will you sit with me for a minute? Okay. There you go. Hold my picture up. Okay. What I want to do is tell you that my name is Ellen. And I'm going to share with you over the next few days and months about my love of Jesus and my faith. Because, see, I love God. And I love what God has done in my life. I have a family. I have two boys. And I think one of them might come close to looking eye to eye with Preacher Keith. But I'm not real sure. But he'd come pretty close. I like children I love to read children's books and talk about them. So I hope that, let me hold you, just a minute, I'm going to let you talk, okay? Okay. I hope that over the next few days and months that you and I can become friends, and then we're also going to become friends with Jesus, and we're going to learn things about our faith and the things that make us stronger every day. Can we say a prayer? Dear God, I thank you for all these children. I thank you for the homes they come from and that the faith that they are learning to rely on that will make them stronger every day. Keep them safe and watch over them. They are your special children, and they are ours too. It's in your son's name. Amen.
0: You notice in your bulletin there's a song in there. It's called Jesus Loves Me. Uh, This is a little bit different rendition, but it is called Jesus Loves Me. It's by one of the, what I consider one of the most talented contemporary Christian artists of our time right now, Chris Tomlin. So, uh, like I said, there is a a change in the service today, but the song is the same, but just a little different. So, uh, listen to the words of these songs. Lost. I was in chains. The world had a
1: Those who are um, in need of prayer this morning in our community and in our church family. Uh, Barbara Dawkins had uh, hip surgery this last week and is doing well, Uh, but we want to to continue to remember her. And uh, Bonnie Dowdy as well, who I read a letter from last week as she prepares for her transition back to Bowling Springs from Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, You have other concerns on your heart and mind this morning. And uh, we certainly want to remember those as well who have suffered loss, uh, not only uh, maybe a a loss of a family member, unfortunately, in South Carolina and other places due to the storm uh, over this last few days. And so let's remember them and those who have experienced some property loss and things like that over this next week as they continue to deal with that. So join me in prayer this morning. Father, we're grateful for your presence in this place today. We're grateful that we can come to you. Lord, come to you about our uh, celebrations, come to you about the things that that grieve us, that burden our hearts, and that, Father, you're always there to hear our prayer. You're always there to hear our cry. Uh, Father, we're thankful that, Lord, you're not a a God who's distant from us, but, Lord, you're a God who's very intimate with your children. And, Lord, you desire for us to come to you. Whatever uh, emotional state we may be in or whatever may be going on in our lives, Father, we know that we can always turn to you. Father, again, we ask that you would speak to us this morning through song, through spoken word, through your word as it's preached today. Father, we lift up those in our community that need us fresh touch from you today. We pray f- for your presence in their lives. We pray for your healing touch on many that need that today, not only physically, but, Father, also emotionally and relationally. Uh, Lord, uh, many times we have concerns that are too personal to mention in a setting like this. And so, Father, we pray today for those who are here in this place that need you to meet them in a very special place. Father, there are those here today that need direction. And Father, that as we look to you, I pray that they would receive that direction today. For those who need comfort today, maybe from the recent loss of a loved one, or maybe uh, as grief kind of does different things with people, Lord, we pray there are some here today who may be grieving the loss of someone who's passed away some time ago. And Father, we pray that you would comfort their hearts this day. Father, we love you. We thank you for being our God. We're thankful that you love us, as the song just said. Father, if there's one thing that we can communicate with the world who desperately needs some light in the midst of the darkness that's in our world, Father, help us to communicate your love through our words, through our actions, through the way that we treat one another in our own home, in our community, and in our world. Father, forgive us this morning for where we've missed the mark. And, Father, draw us back to you today. Speak to us now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: Our next hymn is hymn number 59, My Lord is Near Me All the Time. This song reminds us of the many ways that God reminds us of his presence through nature. Please stand as we sing hymn number 59.
4: May we pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you with praise and adoration. Grateful, Lord, for your being the creator, the sustainer, and the savior of the world. We pray, O Lord, that you would grow our hearts to learn fully and deeply that Jesus loves me, this I know. Help us, O Lord, to grow in our vision so that we might take that message and find our place of communicating that message to the different parts of the world where your love needs to be shown. Take us to the world of Europe with immigrants trying to find a place to live in safety. Be with governments there as they try to work and to see what is best to meet the needs that are ever before them. Take us, O Lord, to countries that are torn by internal strife. Take us to those places where people live in isolation, where people live without the basic necessities of life. Take us, O Lord, to the places of the high and the mighty, those in power. We pray, O Lord, that they would understand your love and your compassion for all people. Open us up during these months, eventually to celebrate the coming of your Son into earth. We pray, O Lord, that you would truly this year give us a Christmas heart, a heart that will open up and share through offerings, through gifts of service, through identification of prayer to the needs of, of your world. For the wonderful expressions of testimony that we've had this morning, we give thee thanks. Please take our monetary gifts that we offer now as well as those gifts of the heart to your kingdom for thy service. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
5: Counselor, comforter, keeper Spirit we long to embrace You offer hope when our hearts Have hopelessly lost the way Oh, we've hopelessly lost Always hunger for, oh, our hearts always hunger for. Almighty. door. You give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always
1: Have your Bibles this morning. I wanted to, to ask you to turn to a familiar passage for many of you, but First Samuel chapter three. This is a favorite in our home. Uh, Aiden and I have talked about this on several occasions, where uh, this little boy heard a voice in the middle of the night and uh, ran to whom he thought uh, he heard the voice coming from, and uh, of course began to hear from the Lord. But last Sunday, if you remember, and I'm going to turn this on in case I move around a little bit. Last Sunday, you remember that. Um, Uh, During the sermon, I talked about the fact that I talk to myself sometimes. Do you remember that? And then today, I've uh, affectionately given the title of this sermon, uh, the title, I Hear Voices. Okay? So uh, if the staff, you know, in the coming days, uh, you know, I'm not here. It's because I've I've been admitted somewhere. uh, But um, just just try to stay with me here, and you'll see where I'm going. But the the sermon today, we've given it the title, uh, I Hear Voices. And again, we're looking at 1 Samuel chapter 3 verses 1 through 10. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli. And word from the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. It happened at that time as Eli was lying down in his place, now his eyesight had begun to grow dim and he could not see well. The lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. And the Lord said to Samuel, and he said, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli, and he said, Here I am, for you called me. But he answered, I did not call, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet, or say, excuse me, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. Now the Lord called Samuel again for the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and he said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli discerned that the Lord was calling the boy. And Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be that if he calls you, that you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in this place. And then the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Father, we ask you to speak today, for your servants are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're in here today and uh, you were young, uh, whether a, a child or a youth, you hear certain voices every day. You hear the voice of mom and dad saying, get up. It's a voice that Aiden doesn't like to hear in the mornings. Uh, it's time to get up today um you know and as we grow you begin to hear the voices of teachers and your friends you begin to hear the voices of coaches or maybe a music teacher and then as you grow up and you get even older um you you become a young adult you begin to hear maybe a professor's voice you begin to hear maybe the voice of a significant other in your life someone that's very important that you're growing very close to um and then, uh, not long, I mean, this is just a, uh, an idea here, but uh, usually after college, maybe years later, but uh, you, you later begin to hear the voice of your spouse. Maybe this special someone you've, you've fallen in love with and you've gotten married. And so now you begin to hear the voice of your spouse. And I hope that's a voice that you still enjoy hearing today. Um, but, and as you get older, you begin to hear the voice of a boss, you begin to hear the voice of coworkers. You begin to hear the voice of neighbors. You begin to hear the voice of those in your community and leadership. You begin uh, to hear the voice of politicians. You start listening a little bit more as you get older. Uh, we certainly have a lot of politicians that want us, the, to hear, want us to hear their voice right now. And then as you get older, you start to hear maybe sometimes the voice of doctors, uh, the voice of free coffee. Uh, from hardy's or wherever it may be Uh, does anybody still offer free coffee i guess they do we offer it here at the church but you begin to hear different voices and then as you get even older you're just simply glad to hear anything right (laughs) but today i want to propose to you as many of you already know that our our culture wants us to hear so many different voices when we get in the car Turn on the radio, we're hearing some things if we're listening to regular radio, you know, and whatever the commentators have to say in between songs, that's what we're listening to. We listen to TV, what other people, again, want us to hear. We're listening to the voice in our culture that communicates many different things to us, not always the most positive uh, directional kind of voices that we need to be listening to. Uh, But as we go throughout our day, we have to be careful. We have to be intentional if we want to hear the voice of the Lord. I would like to propose to you this morning that God is always trying to speak to us. Are we listening? Are we like Samuel in his passage where we can say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening? I believe today that believers long to hear the voice of God, but but how we long today to hear his voice? Sometimes we have to be very intentional about hearing his voice, the voice of grace. The voice of mercy, the voice of forgiveness, the voice that is patient, the voice that is understanding, but yet the voice that can speak to us unlike any other. I want to ask you two questions this morning as we continue. Number one, has God been speaking to you recently? Has God been speaking to you recently? And the second question is if he has, what has he been saying? This passage that I read this morning is familiar to many of you, but Hannah, Samuel's mother, uh, was barren and she could not have children. And especially in this time that this was a major, major concern for Hannah, so much so that Hannah went to the temple as, as she did each year and she cried out before the Lord in, in weeping. Uh, and she was overheard by Eli the priest who accused her of having too much to drink. And she says, no, that's not the case. I have not had too much to drink. But she talked about her soul was weary uh, from crying and was longing uh, for this special child. And so uh, Eli told her to go and, and to pray and that um, uh, the Lord would, would bless her with the child, and she did, and uh, she committed to Eli that if the Lord would bless me with the child, that I would bring him back to the temple and dedicate him uh, here and uh, that he would be raised for the Lord's service. A tremendous prayer for any parent uh, to, to, to commit to do this. I mean, I, I can't imagine But I want to share a few things this morning from this passage about this story that I believe have to do with hearing God's voice. And the first thing has to do with parents. It's that parents, we play an important part in giving our children opportunity to hear from the Lord. Let me say that again. Parents, we play a significant, a very important role in giving our children opportunity to hear from the Lord. My mom went to be with the Lord about nine years ago, but I'm grateful that I was raised in a home with a loving Uh, mother and father who loved each other and they loved the Lord they weren't perfect Um, they weren't perfect but they loved me and they loved the Lord they had me in church I was surrounded by other uh, godly people and so from a young age I'm grateful that I had that opportunity uh, to begin to hear from the Lord and as my parents being examples in that Uh, parents the environment in our homes will either help or hinder our children in hearing from the Lord how we treat one another in the family. Do they see the same mom and dad at home that they do at church? I think Hannah did by placing Samuel at the temple. uh, Excuse me, I think what Hannah did by placing Samuel at the temple would be difficult for any parent. Of course, she had tremendous faith knowing that Samuel would be raised in the fear of the Lord under Eli. Hannah, in a very different way, played a key role in giving Samuel an opportunity to hear from the Lord. Do our words... And our actions created an environment in the home that help our children to hear from the Lord. Another reminder in the midst of all this as well is that God can speak to children and through children. I can't tell you how many times, Aiden's now nine years old, but when he was younger, you know, he would say things in the car or just going about our daily lives that Renee and I would often feel was a word from the Lord in many ways. was something maybe we were thinking about that we hadn't expressed either to one another or to, to Aiden and he would just say something. And uh, there's been other times where uh, Aidan would come either after service or at other times and say something to me, and uh, I felt certain that, that God was trying to communicate something through him. Flip this around, not only from our family to, to the church, to Bowling Springs Baptist Church, um, to, to me and to our deacons and to other leaders, teachers. Are we doing our part in giving the church an opportunity to hear from the Lord? I know others, some of you have went to a class on what it means to, to hear from the Lord and what that might look like. And we can't unpack that fully this morning as I would like to. But are we as leaders giving our, the people in our class or the people who we come in contact with, and maybe at men's breakfast or at other ministries that we have here at the church, are we giving the people in that environment an opportunity to hear from the Lord? Are we leading them in this? Through our preaching, our worship planning, our teaching, our administration, visiting opportunities, May we create environments that help Bowling Springs Baptist hear his voice. Remember the sermon title, I Hear Voices? What voice are we hearing this morning? Samuel, uh, the second thing I want to mention this morning, is Samuel had prepared himself his whole life to hear from the Lord. Samuel had prepared his whole life to hear from the Lord. He came there around the age of three after being weaned from his mom. Scholars say it was around, could have been around the age of 12 when he was awakened in the night by the voice of, from the Lord, twelve has significance for Jewish boys. It's this time in in their life where they go from being a boy to a man. A twelve-year-old boy gained privileges at this age in the Jewish culture. From age three to age twelve, he slowly gained responsibility and was being prepared for God's role in his life. It's also evident that he chose a different path from that of Eli's sons, Eli the priest, and his sons Phineas and. Hophni, if you read uh, their story, they chose Eli, I mean, excuse me, Samuel chose a very different path from them. It would have been easy for Samuel to simply go the way of those in whom he was around every day, but he chose to hear a different voice. It wasn't just Hannah putting Samuel in the environment, but Samuel obviously wanted to grow and learn for himself. Samuel prepared himself to hear from the Lord. Let me ask you a question this morning. Do we do this enough? Do we prepare if we truly want to hear from the Lord in the midst of our culture, in the midst of uh, the problems within our world, in the midst of family dilemmas and situations, sometimes within marriages and with, with children and with family dynamics, do we put ourselves in situations where we can hear from the Lord? How are you and I creating that environment in our homes, and in our own personal life? Do we spend time in the word of God? We, we talk about it. We know we should, but do we do it? Do we spend time in prayer? Do we spend time honestly communicating with God our frustrations or our, uh, our misunderstandings or the things that we simply don't understand? A lot of times in church we think, and I used to, that we, we had to have all the answers. I've come to the conclusion that, uh, I've, I, yes, I have learned some things, but there's still a lot that I don't know. You know, do I talk about that in my prayers to God? He knows exactly what's on my heart. He knows exactly what's on my mind. It is my conviction and my belief, I've seen it to be true in my own life, that when I confess those things in my life where I know I've missed the mark and I allow that uh, channel of communication between myself and God uh, to be clear of any uh, sin, of any uh, wrongdoing, uh, God revealed to me these areas in my life that are hindering me from hearing your voice. What are those areas? What are you and I doing to create an environment to hear from the Lord? A couple of things that I thought was interesting in this passage. If Samuel knew it was God trying to speak to him, he would have not went back to sleep. This got me thinking, how often do we unknowingly turn a deaf ear when God is trying to say something? It's my conviction, again, I said, I think earlier, it's my conviction that God is always trying to speak to us. It's a matter of are we listening and are we tuned in? God is trying to speak and we just go about our life completely miss what he's desperately trying to say. Another thing that I find amazing and also somewhat humorous is that Samuel ran to Eli when he thought Eli was calling him. How many teenage boys do you know that run immediately in the middle of the night when somebody calls them? You know, I don't have a teenager yet, but many of you do or have had a teenager. And that doesn't happen quickly, okay? But imagine this, if Eli ran so, I mean, if Samuel ran so fast to Eli, how much faster would he have run if he truly knew that God was the one calling him? last point that i want to mention is the meaning of samuel's life became clear when he was standing in the presence of the lord and isn't this what happens when god speaks isn't this what happened when god speaks when we're in his presence and the things that are confusing we may not have all the answers but at least we have greater clarity about what the lord would have us do and where the lord would have us to go when we are in his presence And we are hearing his voice. Scripture says in 1 Samuel 3, 1, that the word of the Lord was rare in those days. God was revealing to Samuel very personally his plan for the future. As you can read from verse 11 on. When Samuel is standing consciously in the presence of God and hearing him speak, I believe immediately for Samuel many of the riddles or the questions that Samuel had about things began to be answered. And the same is true for us as well. Have you had those times of confusion, those times of doubt? And you begin to come into the presence of the Lord and many of the riddles or the questions that you have begin to be answered. Your future will become clearer as you spend time in his presence. Bowling Springs Baptist Church, our future as a church will become clearer as we spend time in his presence through worship, through Bible study, through ministry, through personal times of devotion. Where would the Lord to have us go? As we think about the rest of this year, we think about 2016. I'm beginning to have conversations with many about our church and our possibilities and the potential that we have here. Uh, the talent alone is, is tremendous that we have here, and there's a lot of things that we can do. But think about what we can do together with God. You know, Paul in Ephesians, I believe it is, says that he can do immeasurably more above all that we ask or think or imagine. We can think and imagine some pretty big things, but the fact that God wants to do something even greater, that can't happen if we're not creating an environment in our own lives, families, homes, community, in this church where we begin to hear his voice. What does that look like for you? What does it look like for me? And what does it look like for us as a church to begin to clearly hear the voice of God? I asked you these two questions earlier and I'll ask them again. Has God been speaking to you recently? And if he has, what has he been saying? Is there one or more in here today that he's been calling to salvation? That he's been calling you to trust him with your life? Is there some in here today that he's been calling you to simply come back to him? Maybe there's some of you in here today that God is speaking and he wants you to know that you're forgiven. Maybe you're struggling with something in your past And he wants you to know his voice is clearly communicating his love and his forgiveness to you this morning. There may be someone in here that you've had some difficult family situations growing up and um, he's wanting to communicate to you that it's not your fault. Whatever it is that may have happened in your family, he's wanting to communicate his love, his grace, and his mercy to you today. Maybe some that are feeling alone. And he's speaking to you, saying that I am here. I want to be your good shepherd, and I want to walk beside you. Maybe some in here today, he's saying, keep up the good work. Maybe some of you are at that place where you feel like you've been at it by yourself and going at it, and uh, maybe you're tired, and God's saying, keep up the good work. Maybe he's saying right now to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. Maybe there's some others today where he wants to take away the guilt from the past, Maybe he's wanting some of you to step up at church into new positions of leadership. And his voice is calling you today to do that. It could be, and as a pastor, it's is scary for me to say, but it could be that maybe God's calling some of you to back off a little bit. That maybe all the activity of your church leadership is hindering you from hearing the voice of God. Maybe you're so busy doing some good things and God just simply wants you to focus on one or two things and begin to rest and to hear his voice God is speaking may we like Samuel in verse 9 and 10 uh, Eli told Samuel speak Lord for your servant is listening so Samuel went and lay down in this place and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times Samuel Samuel and Samuel said speak for your servant is listening Psalm 95 verses 7 and 8 say today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts revelation 320 says jesus said here i am i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i will come in and eat with him and he with me with all the voices that are clamoring for our attention today when politicians and media and news and friends and all of those voices let us turn to our lord to our god and say what samuel was instructed to say speak lord For your servant is listening. Father, we desire to hear your voice today. We desire to hear it as we go about our activity this week. Last week, we talked about the, the same old disease and how sometimes, Father, we just get in the same old rut, doing the same old thing. But, Father, we pray that this day and in the days ahead, that, Father, we would be open to hear your voice. Sometimes that voice calls us out of the ordinary. It calls us to do the strange thing. It calls us to do something very unique and different out of the ordinary, Sometimes it calls us to the uncomfortable. Lord, help us to have open hearts and open minds, to allow you to speak to us in our personal lives, to allow you to speak to us in our family so that we can be the same person, whether we're at home with our family or whether we're out in the community at church, no matter where we may be. Father, lead us to a deeper devotion. Lead us to a deeper commitment with you. Father, help us to hear clearly your voice this day. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to stand and sing a very appropriate hymn, Speak to My Heart. And the number? 281. 281, 281. speak to my heart. Let's stand and let the Lord lead us as we sing. Uh, we would really love for you to do that and leave a just leave a donation in the basket as you go through the line there but we hope you're able to do that if you're here in a ga or a parent of a a ga i saw many that were in the balcony that were already heading out and so feel free to go over and and head that way we want you to be first in line today so uh, we invite you to go ahead and be making your way there now let's close in a word of prayer father we thank you for meeting with us here today and father we know that you go with us as we leave this place Lord, you have spoken to us this morning and we ask that you continue to speak to us as we leave this place. For we are listening and desire to hear from you. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we ask for the blessing on the food at this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have been
4: listening to the worship
1: service at Boiling Springs
0: Baptist Church located at 307 South Main Street in Boiling Springs, North Carolina come and worship with us at your next opportunity. Thank you for listening.